J right in your face. Welcome back to the Fadeaway Podcast, episode number 34. I'm your host, Fanny, and alongside me today, Giannis Anzetokounmpo. How you doing, bro? I feel like you used that one before. <laughs> for sure you've used it before. No, I haven't. For sure. No. Go back in the archives, bro. It's for sure up there. What's going on, man? How, how are things? It's been a bit of a long break for both of us. Uh, I think... Center. It's, I think um, we've just got very busy with the summer. Ending of the summer. Softball season started. So everything got a lot busier. But we're back. Two rounds into the playoffs. Very interesting playoffs that have happened thus far. The bubble has actually been very, very entertaining. Um, and I'm excited, you know, let's just unpack it all. Let's get right into it. We have a lot, lot, lot to talk about. Absolutely, sir. So the first things first, I think we got to knock it off the table, is the Raptors and the Boston Celtics. Yes. In the second round, it was a very heartbreaking seven-game series. It was a very emotional seven-game series. We went down 2-0, and then they caught up 2-2. Yeah. And then they went down 3-2. Yep. And then they tied it again 3-3. So they played a lot of elimination games because mm-hmm. although game three was an elimination, you go down 3-0. You're done. It's not it's yeah. not it's not looking good. Yeah. So tough series. Yeah. I'll be honest with you, I didn't think we I didn't think the Raptors played all that well in the series. I thought that they played hard and gritty with a lot of heart, but I didn't think that they played well. I thought that Boston controlled a lot of the pace in more of the games yeah a lot of their wins were by larger margins in comparison mm-hmm. to the our Rangers, wins yeah and i don't know man it was just a, it was an eye-opening series i think there was a lot of a lot of gaps found mm-hmm. in the raptors offense and the raptors even their defense a little bit because boston exposed threes it exposed the defense hard so yeah I'm not going to say the defense was bad because at the end of the day, they still held Boston under 100 points a couple times. Yeah. And that's a lethal team. You have three guys that can give you 30. Yeah. You know, they gave they gave Kemba the fits. Jalen was here and there. Tatum was really good. So, I don't know, man. Like, where, where do you stand on this? So what are your takeaways? I know we talk a lot about Pascal. And, mm-hmm. and and I guess the main question in Toronto now is did we get robbed? No, 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 no. I think it's that's a bit too much. I think I agree, man. A, a He's series, catching a lot of slander right a, now. A series, the series as a whole and like in total, I think, you know, I'm sure every Boston fan will kind of like roll their eyes at what I'm going to say, but we lost it more than, than than Boston won it. I think, I think the drive. I don't know. I don't know if it was like you know, game one they come out flat. Like we were, we were. Atrocious game one, and there was yeah. you know post the hangover, all the, right? All, all the post of the um, I think the the shooting or the killing that happened in Milwaukee, and you know the the NBA players all boycotted their games for two days, and so there was a lot of emotions on that end, you know. And okay, that's fair. You come out flat that that game. Game two is a is a closer game, and we let it slip. Um, but I try in, in total. I just think Boston was more disciplined. Boston was more in tune with what they were doing and they were they just looked better than we did and you know i'm honestly i'm gonna i'm not, I'm not gonna say the i'm gonna say the raptors lost this series i don't think nick nurse got out coached i think he just took himself out of the coaching competition between him and brad yeah i it's... think pascal we've learned that pascal has a lot to learn and why i'm not gonna give him so much crap as much as everybody else will is 
Yo, you gotta remember, Larry didn't really become great in the playoffs until the championship run. That's a good point. It took him five playoffs playoff runs to consistently become a great playoff so player. So I, I, Pascal's current age, Kyle hadn't won a playoff game yet. Yeah, it, so it, it's it's uh, unbelievable to, to expect it. It's eye opening, right? And and that's something I I think so. The thing about Pascal is he he's a late bloomer, right? In he's, general, yes, yeah, yeah. He's 26, 27, making the strides that Jason Tatum is making at 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Right? So he started playing basketball late. That's his journey. Right. He got to where he got. He got a max deal. You know, Great. congratulations. Yeah. But he is a little bit older. So a lot of people, they worry and say, you know, he looks like he lacks the IQ of the game. A little bit. Um, yeah. So a it's not bit. a matter of the skill set as much as it is. Uh, both. He looked like he didn't know what to do with the defense that was thrown against mm-hmm. him. He did. He does have a lot of raw skills, and he and like you can work on raw skills. Absolutely. But at 27 years old, can you work on IQ? And that's a lot of you know people are worried about that, right? Uh, no, I, I think. But, but I agree. Like when when you look at the Kyle Lowry thing, where it's like at the same age, you know what Kyle was, and then what he is now. Yeah. Like let's not forget Washington Wizards Lowry. Absolutely. Cleveland, Lowry, everything Lowry, Brooklyn, Lowry was pre, decent. Pre-Kawhi, Lowry. Yeah, exactly. Really, so it was it, flaky. It was, it was up and down basketball for Lowry, and he really had trouble playing in the playoffs. And I think with Pascal, the only you know crap essentially I'm going to give him is I don't think when he signed that max deal last year, that extend, the max, extend, max extension, I don't think he came back better. Oh, came, come on. I don't think he came back with anything new. Did you see anything new this year in his game? Yeah, he's shooting more than corner threes. Why? He had a great start to the year. Why? I'll tell you I'll tell you the thing with Pascal. Cuz he admitted this too, which is really sad, but he said once the quarantine started, he didn't touch a basketball. Hey, I bet You can't do that. That's the you max can't, guy. First you of all, can't you do can't that, be bro. a max player and do that. And there are so many guys on the streets just running ball like there's so many not people forget the streets there's so many people that are have access to a gym yeah. you're a max player for the toronto raptors yeah you tell me you don't have access to a single net come you on you can't get a single net for sure you can and you're gonna go and admit it I you know. went three four five months without touching a basketball and then you're gonna come back mm-hmm. and you come back and compete at a high level mm-hmm. he looked like he was three strides behind his defense was pretty good his defense was good that's what uh that's what him kept him in lot. the game yeah. yeah defense was pretty good but i mean Offense was non-existent. Turnovers were ridiculous. It was. It looked like he was playing for them. Yeah, yeah, legit. No, and like what what I'm saying is, I I don't think he come he came back a scrub. Like he's still a star player, or he, I I still think he he's a second option on on the Raptors. I think Lowry has proved that he was the first option, and he's obviously the leader this year. But like, he didn't come back with a consistent jump shot. He didn't come back with a consistent three point shot. He didn't come back with. He's got his post move, that spin move that he's had for however long and obviously when you play a seven game series people are going to scout that right he didn't come back with better iq he didn't come back with a better handle he didn't come back you know a better rebounder he, he, there's there's nothing from last year to this year there's nothing really crazy that stood out in his game you don't look at him and say wow he added that to this game even there's years when we're like the Rosen came back with a handle and you're like wow he came back with a handle you know it's it was there's nothing that came that he came back with that was blatant that he got better at. So now that I'm looking at him, okay, listen, it was his first playoff run as maybe a star player, as maybe as one of the guys on the, the team. The number one option. The number one option, we would say. Lowry, I think I think it's very it's a very gray area between him and Lowry because Lowry... Pascal's the number one option. He leads the team in shot attempts. He leads the team in usage rate. 
He's the guy making the most money on the team. The expectation, not yet. Yeah, kicks in next year. Effectively, right now because the season's done. So no, Lowry's still making more than him for the for that next. Well, for that whatever. Yeah, same amount. They're both same max idea, guys, right? He's I I so. just Lowry's style and his kind of play. He's not the number one guy, and he's he's a complimentary guy. He's a point guard. He's a facilitator. He's mm. a playmaker and when he needs to be he'll step up and score but that's what's sad that Lowry but Pascal, made himself that number Pascal one guy. is supposed to be the number one guy it's supposed to be yeah so this whatever, and this we'll that. that's what we expected out of him that's mm. what he expects out of himself you know you don't get a max deal to be the third option I'm no. not I'm not as disappointed in Pascal as everybody else is I'm just I think it's gonna no, be a process I think it's yeah I'm exactly. disappointed in Nick Nurse dude yeah I, I don't want to I'm about giving him bit. crap because he looked lost and he, he was had, obsessed with Gasol he was obsessed with no, there's there's many things yeah he was obsessed with Gasol and I think he played Gasol way too much in the matchups that was the standout thing though, just like. didn't work but also he didn't put Pascal in a position to succeed like I don't there's some there's times where I think he put Pascal in the game too much and he just let him struggle he just let him Kept I guess giving some, him the ball sometimes over and over it and works over. with some certain players but Pascal I don't think is mentally strong enough where he's like okay yeah my next shot's gonna go in or whatever he doesn't have like you know mama mentality or whatever you want to call it right so. There's times where it was just poor. It, it's it looked like poor coaching, and, and it looked like the defense. There was things that weren't working. Like there was a few games where just hey, pick and roll, pass corner three, three times down, four times down. They hit four threes in a row. Three different guys hit three different three three threes in a row. It's like, yo, dude, call timeout number one, or just change up the defense. Like there's there's so many. Yeah, there was the one game. There. The one game I think it was game five. When they got destroyed, yeah, 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 oh, that destroyed was yeah, yeah. from the get go. Yeah, yeah, he didn't call a, a single time. He called one time out of like the three minute mark. They were already down sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, man, and I think over usage of players was huge. Like he kept guys on the on the court for the majority, the, like ninety nine percent of the game. But yo, dude, these yeah. guys need to break yeah. as well. So man. you like, have one of the best benches in the in the NBA. Your bench in the first round, the end of the first round, your bench scored a hundred points. Yeah. Against Brooklyn. Yeah. 100 points. Yeah. And then second round comes, no Matt Thomas, no Terrence Davis. Terrence Davis. I don't no know Ron, puts him on the bench. No I, I Rondé Halls, Jefferson. Nothing. Like, Rondé is not a scorer, and I don't love a lot of Rondé minutes, but Rondé is a good defender, and Rondé can give guys a break. Yeah, exactly. That's the key part. And especially, in, like, at the end of the game, it was we just wanted Pascal in there for his defense. We don't want him to touch the ball. To put Rondé in. Put Rondé in. Give him break. He's not even going to want to shoot it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It when Pascal's the on the people. court, there's a pressure to give him the ball, and he kept turning it over. And, it, and the, man, the last game, game seven, was the most winnable game. We, sorry, the Raptors should have <laughs> won that game. There the Raptors should have won that game. Yeah. They were up in the first. They were up in the third. Uh, sorry, in the second. Mm-hmm. Every single time, he yeah. would just take Ibaka out, put Gasol back in. Yeah. Lead diminished at halftime. Ibaka had played or Gasol played thirteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Ibaka played like a little bit less. And Ibaka's had Gasol a great. Gasol was minus twenty. Ibaka had a great playoff run this year too. Yeah, he played Nick Nurse very well this playoffs. Nick did not do a great job in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. And like you were saying, I I just I didn't love a lot of the things that he was doing. I thought he was trying too hard to ride these guys. And I don't know where this Which came is from. Which never, yeah, that's doing Casey. Kind Literally of the first stuff. round, man, the first round he was using his whole roster, so I don't understand where this came from. Bro, even Dwayne Casey benched DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, and that you was what, what we mean? were talking like, about. Like, like that's Casey, what's incredible about this is that you don't, we didn't expect this from from Nurse to kind of 
not coach us into the ground, but I just don't think he did enough coaching. I don't think he was attentive enough to the details that were that were right in front of him. So, you know, when you ask me what I feel about the series, it sucks because I think we could have won it. I think we 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 took Boston to seven, grinding like grind out basketball, grimy, ugly basketball. Nobody really showed up offensively. Lowry, I think Lowry, Van Vliet carried, here and there, Van Vliet here and there. But even even Vliet, Lowry, Vliet. Lowry and and the wins carried and the losses. He averaged yeah. fourteen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Half of what he averaged in the wins. Mm-hmm. Like why? Mm-hmm. I'd rather you just average twenty two all around <laughs> and win and just give me some wins. You know. <laughs> so a series as a whole, it sucks because we could have. The the Raptors for sure should have won that series. There was no, I still think it could have gone. Should have won way. game seven. Should have won game seven. Like you did all you needed to do to get to game seven. And game seven, the way it was played, the way it went down, they should have won. But that even game. but even you talk about game seven, but this game one, game five, where you come out flat, come out with nothing, no, no energy, no energy. It's like you don't even want to win the series. Those are two winnable games right there. Yeah, right? the game so, one thing I was like semi upset about, but I kind of understood it. But the game it. five was just embarrassing. Like, yeah. What do you? Doing? What happened Why? here? You're facing elimination. Like you're the winner of this game is going to go up and win the series. Yeah, and you didn't even show up to play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why make it so hard on yourself? So, but let's talk some Boston. I don't want to flood it with Raptors, a lot of Raptors. Toronto because Boston, eight. Boston has a young, up and coming core. Like Kemba struggled in a few games. I think the boxing one really took him out. Yeah, it really did. But it's a tough defense to play against. Steph Curry couldn't play against it. Steph Curry's one of the, the best. He's one of the best, yeah. Uh, not every team can execute a boxing one like Toronto, so I don't anticipate them having yeah. to really face it every time mm-hmm. they go up. Mm-hmm. Miami is exceptional exceptional on defense. Yeah. Uh, Drogic is a pretty decent defender, has some size on Kemba. But I love Jason Tatum. I felt like Dude. Jason Tatum in the moments that mattered, he was a hundred percent from the field. I, I I agree with you, Jason Tatum. I think we everyone knows Jason Tatum is great. I think Jalen Brown gets too much, like he gets caught up in Jason Tatum's shadow too much. I don't think people give him en- enough credit because enough he, credit when Jason Tatum was struggling. You say Jason when Jason Tatum is on, right? He's on, but he had some games where he was struggling earlier on and struggling. Jalen Brown was middle. like invisible Jaylen, games one to three though. Uh, I think that's yeah. You could you can argue that as well for sure. But I think Jalen Brown, the games where they needed him the most, he rose to the occasion. And I, honestly, these they're both young players. When they both struggle, if we're giving Pascal the young player or the the you know, it's his first playoff run for yeah. real. Imagine these kids. These guys are even younger. They're they're making it to their second Eastern Conference final in three years. In three years. And Jason Tatum's been in the league three total years. Yeah, he's been in the Eastern Conference Finals twice. With They're, being the number one guy, yeah, absolutely, and that's and that's that speaks to how it's incredible he's a baller, man. He's just he, he, he's a hooper. He, he's a hooper. He can get a bucket any single time he wants. And yo, they're not just offensive players. Like these guys can defend. They're long. They're big. They're Jaylen, strong. I was gonna say Jalen's a really low key two way two way player, man. And they've built something Tice. so good. And I think they. How about that Ty's boy? Yo, they they they're small. They run a small ball lineup, right? They don't play anybody over maybe six eight. And they work it so well. And Tice is the perfect kind of complementary piece to insert into that starting lineup because he may be short, but he can move, he can rebound, he's strong, he's gritty. So he's the perfect piece to play with those guys. So, dude, we the Raptors have to go up against this yeah. Boston and, team for the next and in five, my opinion, ten years. In my opinion, their X factor, the most important player, and the player who single handedly I I believe beat the Raptors, Marcus Smart. Absolutely. 
Man, Marcus Smart had himself a series, and I think the best thing that ever happened for Boston was Gordon Hayward going down because I think if Hayward plays against Toronto, you don't get that Marcus. Smart, you don't get eh? those Marcus minutes. You don't get those Marcus touches. It's a different series, and I think Hayward it's, works better for our defense. He's it's less it's pesky, tough. less quick, less agile, mm. athletic. Hayward, Gordon <laughs> Hayward's a little bit slower, a little bit brick-footed. Well, well also is. Um, Pretty sad for a Raptors fan, but pretty, you know, nice for a Boston fan is Williams. Uh, Which one, buddy? Grant or Robert? They both ate our food. They both just ate. They both ate. But Wanamaker ate. Yeah. Like, these guys, these guys showed up for the Celtics, and for some reason, the Raptors had no... The Raptors were just so keyed in on the big stars. You know, they they keyed in on Kemba. Shot him down, but allowed other guys to eat, which is fair because, yo... Boston has some crazy firepower. So, like, it's tough to to key in on three, four guys all at once and and try to slow down or lock down four guys. It's it's, yeah. it's almost it, – it, it's it, it's tough. I think the Raptors could have done it. Yeah. And I think we threw away a series. But, you know, you tip your hat off to, to, to the Celtics because they, they played well through all through um, – they played they played well all throughout. They they were more stable. They, they worked a lot less for their baskets. Oh, I found the Raptors were working three that. times harder to yeah. get a bucket – um, so yeah, I mean, to wrap it up, we've spent almost 20 minutes on the Raptors, but to wrap it up, uh, I just want to say that it was a great season. Proud of the Raptors still. I love the Raptors. I think they, no matter which way you put it, they overachieved. They weren't expecting, expected to do anything by any of the quote unquote experts. And experts. Uh, they don't really have a superstar on their team at all. Nope. They have stars, a couple stars, but even then I'd say tier two stars yeah uh, and they were able to grind and work together a lot of guys are going to get paid a lot of guys had great seasons i think og got shafted an all defense roster spot absolutely but i think Still he'll get Lowry, to, I think too, to be honest yeah i agree i think the bucks getting three that's, slots that's outrageous. Is a little bit that's ridiculous um but uh but yeah so i'm excited to see what next season has in store It'll be interesting to see if Van Vliet coming back. How yeah, much a lot of a lot for. of free agency questions coming up, and that actually segues us perfectly yes. because the headliner of 2021, Milwaukee Bucks star Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> uh, let's unpack this whole thing, man. So they lost in five. We had what well, I I don't I know six. what you had. I had six. I had yeah. Miami in six. I, I, think, I think we think both did Miami in six. The, Miami won it in five. Them losing was not a surprise. No, the, the losing in that fashion was a surprise. Yeah. Going down 3-0, yeah. surprise to me. If you if you watch Let's Miami talk about Heat, that series. If you watch the Miami Miami Heat basketball, you would have easily had the same prediction you and I had had predicted because like the reason why I loved Miami throughout the season so much is that first of all, Jimmy Butler their leader is probably his attitude is one of the best you can have amongst for a leader, and you can tell how well he gels with his teammates. I was gonna say you can look at that team, and it's like Jimmy's on all of them. All of them. He's, they're all Jimmy Butler, right? And then you look at their coaching, exceptionally well coached. Spo is, is coached. You know, he's he's coached egos. He's coached you know great players. He's he's, he's coached championship teams, and they just when they play, they're so disciplined. Locked in. They're so this. It's incredible. They don't make mistakes defensively, offensively. They're a fun team to watch. They play great basketball. And it's not just Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, go out and score 30-35. And those guys he'll, have an eye for talent. He'll score 14 and, and what's his name, Hero and, and Duncan will go for 20 each and then they'll win the game. Those guys have an eye for it's talent. It's incredible what they Hero, Duncan. Oh, my sheesh, Nunn, Bam. That's just the last couple of years. 
Yeah, that's just it's just it's nice draft picks. It's it's good pickups, and it's, so for them to to for them to uh, they, to beat the Bucks in five, I think I think that's where the the Bucks underachieved. I don't I I you know I didn't think they were gonna beat them in five. I th- I still think you know the Bucks were they played well th- throughout the season. To be honest, they should have swept them. <laughs> Yeah, it was just I, one of those where like Giannis went down early and it like shook the game a little bit. and It came down to yeah. double OT and yeah, it it was essentially a sweep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so yeah, it was it wasn't competitive and like you said, man, Miami's locked in. Mm-hmm. They're serious. They're ready and their young guys are playing like vets. And yeah, Dragic is having a phenomenal oh, wow. postseason. When you're back, you when you're backup PG is playing. He's starting now because Kendrick with the whole none. COVID and then I yeah. think just. His elevation has just been like you. You can't take him out. You of can't the take him out of the game. Up. Yeah, you can't take him out of the starting line. Yeah. But imagine that—that's their backup PG playing like that, ball like that. And he still, as a backup PG, throughout throughout the season, he would he, he could have started on on pretty much the majority. And, and of the another NBA thing teams. I want to say about Spo because you talk about his elite level coaching. Yeah, absolutely. He's using everybody. He's using yep. Olenek off Olenek. the bench. He's using Leonard. Leonard. He's using. Uh, who's the other guy we were just talking about? Well, they, have, they have Crowder. They have Iggy. Crowder, Iggy. Come on, they've got they've got a Crowder's load been of, great. Of, I think Crowder's starting, but he's been great. They've but, and even Iggy, Iggy, Iggy has, has been, been phenomenal. Been Yo, good, man. Listen, they, I listen. got destroyed not by you, but I got destroyed. I love that pickup on hoops Jimmy. rant when yeah. I said they them picking up Iggy takes them to the next level. Yeah, and they're like, no, you're over exaggerating. Iggy's old. He's washed. No man, they're at the next level. Yo, they don't need him to play they have thirty minutes a game. Depth. Too. Tyler Hero is ridiculous. They, Tyler Hero is ridiculous. Let's talk um, Bucks future though. So that's what's the key thing? That's the only thing to talk about. From there the was series. a lot of fake headlines like Giannis unfollowed. Oh, he unfollowed his teammates. Bro, he unfollowed everybody, guys. That's the except worst. Except for eight people, he only follows his family. That's the worst headline. I hate when people like bring that headline. Oh, yeah. they lose a game next day, they unfollow whatever. Okay, who cares, bro? Yeah. Like that. yeah. It's 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 a stupid headline. I think Giannis, first of all, looking for attention. Giannis has one more year, and I think a report already came out that he doesn't want to get traded. However, yeah, he's not gonna. I, I'm with you. It's still it's still fresh. I don't th- I, I don't think he's gonna. Say he's he out fault, traded. man. Oh, absolutely. There's there's no there's I feel no like doubt there's about a narrative it. going on right now where it's like oh the Bucks and they need to spend because they he they had a meeting a three hour meeting that we're gonna spend money, luxury. Man, yo, listen, bro. I think he's he, at fault. He can't make free throws. I can't make him down the stretch. He can't shoot. He can't shoot. And teams are just building a wall against Bro, him. Bro, you need a specific type of player. And if you have that guy, like a Bam, like a Gasol, mm. you can really hurt Embiid. Embi- Giannis. Uh, Giannis, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you, and that's exactly what happens. So, you know, there's there's this, this whole thing. Richard Jefferson came out and said, oh, he's a, maybe he's a Pippen, not a Jordan. Maybe he's a number two, not a number one. You know, there's a, I can definitely see his point. Because if you can get stopped that that easily, you know, last year the Raptors won four straight, stopped Giannis. This year, he beat them a five, stopped Giannis. If you can get stopped pretty much that easy in a playoff series, you've either got to come back with a with the purest jump shot, making up every shot. If you got to come back making free throws. He can't even make free throws. He shoots them short. Front it's really rim, bad. Front rim, he can't. He can't control his. His strength. So, so you gotta you gotta do something, man. Yeah, I, I I think I think the Bucks have done everything they needed to do to put the right pieces around him. I don't think they put the wrong pieces around him. I think they could definitely win with that team. I think Giannis is the issue, and I think that he needs to come back and and add a jump shot. 
he has to, he's at that point in his career where he has to add that jump shot to his game. Yeah. So a big criticism to Mike Budenholzer's coaching yeah. has been his minutes restrictions on Giannis. Yeah. And that he doesn't play him a lot of minutes, even in games that matter. So in Miami game one, he played 37. They lost, then he played 35. <laughs> and then they're down 2-0, then he plays 34. So a lot of criticism comes with he's your best player. This is the playoffs. Give him 42. He's young. He's athletic. Yeah. But then on the flip side, they say, well, Giannis is so good because of his bursts because he can his energy. He can hit you real quick on that first step, but he exerts so much energy that he gets exhausted. So his, man- his minutes have to get managed. Yeah. I say that's BS. Okay. He's a specimen. <laughs> He's six foot forever. He's built like a freaking fridge. Yeah. He's quick. Yeah. I don't care about no tired, tired. Playoffs. He's the best player. He's getting paid however many million he's going to get paid, however many million to be the number one, two, and three option. Might be a two-time MVP. Should be. Back. I mean, mean, based on season stats. Season stats, yes, he should be. Based on season stats. They had an incredible season. He had an incredible season. He got better. Yeah. But the way he disappears in the playoffs and the way – I've never seen someone be so dominant in the season and just then disappear. become so small in the playoffs. Yeah. And you could tell he gave up. Like It was all over his face. Like it's, He wanted out. He and I, and out. I honestly, I honestly, so Nick Young tweeted this. He said, Giannis is out. He's not raising his family in no Milwaukee. After that, After too. that shooting. Yeah, so shooting. Yeah. I question if that's something that's going on. It's a valid point. Yeah. Yeah. Dwayne Casey talked about when he... You know, he grew up where he grew up, and then having his kid go to school in Canada, mm-hmm. 180. Yeah. Like, it's so much safer. It's stable. So, I don't know. Uh, I don't I, don't I know. think that, you know, Giannis, Giannis is to blame for this. I, I agree. Uh, Budenholzer is a huge part of that, of that problem with the minutes restrictions and, and managing the minutes. And I don't think – it didn't look like he coached well in that series either. I think he's overmatched anyways because I think Spo is a far better coach than he is. I think is. Bud is overrated. I agree with, with, with that statement. I think he's mad overrated. I think when... He's a regular season he's coach. He's a regular season coach. And he doesn't know how to make playoff adjustments, yeah. it looks like. So... Remember, he won 60 games with Atlanta, got swept in the second round. I was going to say exactly that. He was the Spurs of the East. Different team. He was the Spurs of the East for that one season. 60 wins. 60 wins. Got a lot of a lot of praise for that season. Yeah. Easy, easy money out in the playoffs, right? So Giannis, listen, request a trade. Toronto's waiting. We'll take him with Case open of arms. Danforth. We'll take him with open arms. We've got key pieces that can that can fit very well around him. We got shooters. We got smart guys, smart coach. Hopefully, he doesn't coach like that again. But he's a smart coach. And I've seen. Yeah. I've also seen. It. I showed you that report of Giannis to to Dallas. I think I've seen Giannis to Miami. You're gonna see a Giannis see to a Knicks bunch. coming up soon. Yeah, but honestly, yeah. Giannis to, to to Miami. You know. Wouldn't be mad. Giannis to Dallas would be, be great. Giannis to Dallas would be, wouldn't insane. be mad. I think he needs to get out of there. But I also think that he takes the majority of the blame for for for, for that play. Yeah, he takes a lot of the blame, and I want I may I want to make sure that's not left unsaid because yeah. it's yeah. unfair to comment the team and say they didn't show up. Bledsoe was trash. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Like Bledsoe Bledsoe's not good. We, we, let's, uh, I let's, think we always forget that they have Bledsoe. Yeah, it's, we, he's just forgettable. He's forgettable. He's forgettable. Very forgettable. Let's move it out west. Uh, to another, to a city where another MV- MVP, actually two other MVPs, two MVPs buddy. are uh, out in five. Houston, what is going on? Houston, we Little have a problem. problem. Honestly, though, shout out to Greg 
for for you know out predicting us I guess in the in, first in, round in the first yeah. round they we, went to seven and we we said the Rockets would yeah. win in six oh sorry the the Thunder would win in six it went to seven Thunder lost in game seven it was a great series nonetheless it came down it, to the wire came down to the wire literally the last the last few seconds so but Greg well done it was but a they're terrible, out now terrible so sorry buddy um, but you know James Harden says that they're one piece away and. I find it very hard to believe that he really believes that. And I, I and like, like I, who would that piece who be? What's that piece? Because listen, they went small ball, committed small ball. And one of the, before they went and committed and traded Capella, one of their bread and butter moves, one of their bread and butter offensive plays, and something that fits exactly into the Antonio system high pick and roll, Capella rolls, you got either a layup or, or a lob to Capella. You, you trade Capella, nobody's picking, there's no pick and roll offense. And they traded Capella for who? For Russell Westbrook. For Westbrook, who can't shoot, who can't play and basketball. Not, he couldn't play basketball at that uh, in that series, but he can't shoot. Doesn't set screens. Isn't really going to catch lobs unless it's like a, you know a baseline cut back door. So you took away one of your you know prized offensive plays essentially, slowed down your offense essentially by getting Re- Russell Westbrook, who's on a max deal and who's signed until twenty twenty three. So he's he's there long term if you don't trade him. So. You know, I it, it's very I like, and then you have Dan Tony who's gonna leave, right? Dan Tony announced him and his wife, "Thank you, Houston. Our time here is over." He knew it was coming. He knew it was coming, <laughs> though, so he he got out first. Yeah, that team is built for Dan Tony's offense. Who's the next coach that's gonna take him over? They're not one piece away. They've they they've got and several pieces. They're interested to add. in uh, who were we talking about off air? They're interested Cassell, in Ty Lue and Lou. Sam Cassell. Who both? I don't know how their offenses. I mean, are, to me, I, I still can't believe that Ty Lue want, is wanted. I can't believe he's a coach. To me. He coached right now, LeBron, yeah, and LeBron coached the team. So for yeah. I, it's hard for me. And Sam Cassell's a longtime assistant, really good assistant, but a young Under coach. On a doc, so are are two young coaches the solution for this team that needs to win now? No, I I, I don't think so. And I think it could it, be, but are they? It depends on innovation, man. Like honestly, like if they're a Steve Kerr, Nick Nurse type young coach, where they're like crafty, innovative. But that's the thing. I don't know what kind of coaches they are to comment on it because we haven't seen them. Yeah, a, we've seen Tyron Lue at a, at a head coach level, but I, I didn't. They see need a whole reset. They need a reset on or schemes for Tyron. Yeah, Lue. They need a reset on on their offense. They need a reset on culture. I would even get rid of Maury. Oh yeah, they need a reset on everything. Top down. Yeah. You got to reset it all because it's a new GM, owner too. Your GM drove the team into the ground. You've got let's see. Next year they've got so the salary cap next year is 115 million. They've got for now, it could even now. reduce because of COVID. They've got 130 million committed for next year. They're already 15 over them possibly. And they're to be locked reduced. in what 40 plus, 40, 50 plus. They're locked in. Bro, no, no, no. Sorry, 86, 90 plus. For, 86 million. Uh, hit James and uh, Russ. 86, 89, uh, 87 million dollars locked in for yeah, next 90 year. 90 million of your one and next and the year after that of your 115 of your 115. So. Your pieces you're gonna get are not gonna be quality pieces because you can't afford it, you know. So at at this point, like, what I, I was I was trying to think to myself, like, hey, what can they do? They can they can trade Russ. Who are they gonna trade him for? If you want a a guy that might fit with, you know, James Harden's offense and and still space the floor. I mean, Kevin Love is wasting his life in in Cleveland. Yeah, Maybe he's making forty as well. But you trade, but you have it has the salaries have to match anyway. So if who's you trade trading? Russ, Who, if you nobody's trade, Russ, tra- nobody's taking Russ. Man. I agree with you, hundred percent. I agree Especially with you. Especially where like Cleveland, they have you. like Colin Sexton, like young guard. They're but, not. But what no. are they gonna do? Like, what are they no, gonna no, do? exactly. No, no, no. They're, I'm trying to think of things to do here. Don't get it twisted. They're doomed. Yeah. 
Russ is not a movable contract. And every single postseason, he just takes a stab at his own stock. Yeah, yeah. Takes a stab at it. He's just like poking it. He didn't. He couldn't. He, t- he said it. He said it himself. I'm just running out there, and that's literally what it looks like. There's, like there's he not has giving- way too much of an athletic package. I feel to be a non-factor. And how do you go from being MVP and triple double and all this to so, literally garbage? They leave him open, of course. But he wasn't shooting in, the, in those seasons either. It, it, that that offensive style did not fit him. Putting him as the center, but then you have PJ Tucker who's playing the center but weird. also stretching. Like it doesn't weird, weird. It was it was not a good good look for the Rockets, and you know it, it got them past round one. That's great, and and it took them to get games seven games to get past round against one. OKC, against, which is a far superior team when you. On paper, exactly. Yeah. So, I, I mean, going forward, I think it's gonna be very, 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 very tough. I think they need a full, full reset. But it sucks because James Harden is not at the point in his career where he can afford a full reset. He's thirty-one years old. You know what I mean? Like it's it's now. He it's looks now. like he's getting a little bit less. He looked a bit athletic, bigger. Athletic, yeah. He looked a bit bigger, like a, little a little bit heavier. less. You know, energetic. Yeah. Like he can't go through another D'Antoni usage season. It's got to it's got to slow down a little bit. They're going to need a very very good coach to to come in and and, yeah. and manage everything, but we'll see. We'll see what tricks they have up their yeah. sleeve, man. So how about them Denver Nuggets? They'll come back from 3-1 in the first round against Utah and then they go down at 3-1 against the Clippers. Now it's 3-3 game 7 is tomorrow. Yep. Let's talk about these Nuggets, man. You know, you know Jokic and Murray They've played a game seven every playoff series every they've been in. Single every single one playoff series in their career. So I don't know what it is. I don't know. Are they very scrappy? Are they you know you know you know are they are they very like are they either very scrappy or always grinding, Look, always I'm trying gonna, to get I'm back, or are something. they weak in the beginning? Like what is that? I'm going to tell you something because I've actually watched Denver right. in their last two yeah. postseason runs, and last season they had a great first round. Again, went to seven games. They're a young team. They're trying to figure it out. Of course. Whatever. Right. Then they went to the second round. They were pooped. Like they they were defeated. Mm. They went to seven, but it, they just didn't look that great. Yeah. Fast forward, this year, first round they go down three one. Yeah. And then they roar back in a way that I've never seen before. I've never Absolutely. seen Jamal Murray ball. Oh, he's ball. The way he oh, balled in that ball. first round, fifty forty fifty. I've never seen him ball like that. Come on. And I think he unlocked something. But this team is. They're playing way too much from behind that it's too risky. Of Especially course. when you're playing against – you don't want your chances to be against a Kawhi in a game seven. And, a, and a, a, hey. it, It's a tough environment, and you don't want to give your – like why do you have to just fight back from 3-1 every time? <laughs> why does why it only do that to you? yourself? Why? And you it, know? And it, it makes sense, and it's it's scary. Like but right now they're, they're coming back 3-1. They're coming back from 3-1. They've, they're 3-3. They've got the momentum. But nothing in me tells me I want to bet against the Clippers. Like, explain to me, what are you going to take the Clippers or, or the Nuggets tomorrow? And the thing is, too, about the Nuggets is they came, they were down 16 in Bo- game, yeah, five game 5 that they won, and they were down 19 in game 6 that they won, so both in the second half. Down, and they just come back. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on, but uh, I think, uh, what's the coach's name there? Malone? Yeah, Mike Malone. Yeah. I think he's doing a great job with that team. I think they're slowly flourishing and growing. I think, honestly, Michael Porter Jr. made some stupid comments considering you know, who he is in his role, but yeah. the comments were not incorrect in and of themselves. Mm. And I think when they started using more of their guys yeah. is when they really started to win more games. The Monte Morris, Jeremy Grant, 
They've got a Michael good Porter team. Jr. Paper, they have a lot of paper, young guys. They got a good team. They have young guys. Paul Millsap snapped in one of the games, but he's been he's like been afterthought really for irrelevant years, yeah. for the rest of the series. But he sparked that one comeback, the first one in mm-hmm. Game Five. But so. Mike Malone has to be one of the best motivators in the league. You see him on the sideline. He, he has. He's to be. Nick Nursing. He has to be. You, if you if your team comes comes back from down fifteen plus two games in a row, they come back three one, two series in a row. Hey, you know what? You must be doing something kind of right, essentially, for them to be able to come back every every single every single series. I just I nothing in me. If I'm if I'm saying if I'm a betting man, I'm not putting my money on on the Nuggets. It's too uncertain yeah. for me to be like, hey. You know what? Nuggets are going to win tomorrow. Look, at the end of the day, it brings me joy that Patrick Beverly is playing like trash. I hope they lose, man. And that Marcus Morris is playing like trash because both of them talk the most, and they're literally garbage. I hope they lose tomorrow. I, I really do. I really... You man. know why? Especially Can you, you imagine? Know, Kawhi, if you stayed on the Raptors... Guaranteed. Guaranteed finals appearance. But you you repeat. chose... To, you repeat? Yes. We beat the Lakers twice this year without him. We're going to repeat if you come back. You go to, you go to the Clippers... And to play with pandemic, to play with P. pandemic P who who who's never been healthier, he's claimed. <laughs> to his his, his, he has his shoulders a couple are hundred percent. Games, his shoulders are being iced. And now then he's playing well, iced. but he's good. He's good. He's good. That's why I want him to lose because you could have stayed and had another championship team, but you went to the Clippers. And we're all in the bubble, man. So it doesn't matter. You're not playing at home. Yeah. Right. So ridiculous. So I honestly, I I not aside from my Kawhi hate. Essentially, I I would love Denver to win. I think Denver's. Young core, I think it would be great for them to win. It'd be a, a huge step for that young core. I I don't think they will. Get, I don't think they'll win that game seven. I just think Kawhi and I, I hope PG shows up. But I think Kawhi Doc Rivers has been in, in important games. These guys have been important. These guys are seasoned vets. They've been in very important games. And at the same time, I want to see Lakers and Clippers. Yeah, I want to see that hype. That'll be fun. That'll be fun for sure. Let's uh, let's wrap this epi off with uh, Miami Boston prediction. Because that's a set lineup for the Eastern Conference Final. That's hard. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. A, it's a bit harder, but I feel I'm gonna go Miami in seven. I'm gonna go Miami in six. Six? I don't know about that, but Miami maybe in six. I want my emotionally. Think, I want Miami to win. To think I love that Miami. whichever way this plays out, either Kemba, Jalen, and Jason, or Jimmy buckets will be in the NBA Finals. Either one of those two pairings. Pretty crazy. That's pretty cool. Pretty, I, I love that. I think it's it's. I like great. the diversity. I think it's great to see something new in the finals, like two totally different new teams, new personnel. You know, especially if imagine LeBron doesn't make the finals this year again. Like it's too. It's almost too. To- we haven't Kawhi's even talked about the Lakers. They've been doing their thing, man. Like, yeah, I, I have. No, they lose like, the first game. It's a feel out game, and then they just destroy the next four. I can't hate on the Lakers. They've been doing well. They've been and playing. They've well. had a low key tough playoff schedule, yes, like playoff matchups, absolutely. like Portland first round, Houston second round. Yeah, and they're just handling these guys exactly. So, I mean, is it even going to be competitive? I feel like they might even win the finals in five. LeBron is just that much better than everyone else. If it, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just don't think. I think Miami and Boston are both great Eastern Conference teams. As far as you go to the West, you, you go against LeBron, AD. AD's been playing ex- exceptional. Been, it's it's tough. We'll we'll, th- we'll we'll talk about that when we get there. But you know, you I mean, we when we talked about what we we're gonna talk about before today, I was like, you're like Lakers, I'm like, I'm like I don't I don't really have they've anything. Just they've just been handling business. Good. They've just been they've been they've been doing their job. Like you, there's Smooth, no complaints. Caruso's playing well. Yeah. Kuzma's playing really well. Yeah, man. So yeah, they've been so doing their thing. They're they're killing the game. They're playing high energy. Danny Green's still garbage. Yeah, Frank Vogel's still not a real coach. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Same old. Story. But they still Same win old. games, so they still win games. So but shout out to them. Miami in six. That's my emotional prediction, and I hope it's going to be correct. I think it's going to be a great series, though, because the matchups are, are very, very interesting. Yeah. Coaching, very, very interesting. Two kind of different teams and how they play and how they rely on their players, but two very well-coached, well-disciplined um, ball clubs. So I can't wait for it to start. Absolutely, brother. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we wrap up this episode number 34. Shaquille O'Neal. You know Ray where to Allen. find us? Ray Allen. Ray Allen. All Paul day. Pierce, bro. P-Double. You know where to find us, baby. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Like, subscribe, listen, and let us know what you think. And we will come at you next week.